Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Ninth State Sports Show Field Hockey Edition. My name is Joe Marcellina. Joining me once again, Sauhegan Field Hockey Coach and AD Kelly Braley. Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm great, but feeling a little weird because we're we're sitting <laughs> in the same room right now, and we've we're, never done it this yes, way before. Doing this, doing this one in person. <laughs> uh, very special uh, championship edition of the uh, the podcast. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll try not to make any faces at you or, you know, do it's anything to make bad. you laugh. I mean, I'm not. I, I act like a grown-up more than I think I am one sometimes. So if you hear any random laughing, that's that's just me. I think we'll be fine. <laughs> me being a child. Uh, if you'd like to send uh, feedback or questions, uh, you can do so by sending an email to nhhighschoolsports at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at, at NHHSports. And... Uh, like I said, this will be uh, we. It's a special championship edition uh, of the podcast. But next week we will have one final show, uh, wrapping up the 2023 season. That'll be up on the site uh, on Monday. So back to our regular, uh, regular schedule for for one final week. Um, I know. Hopefully, we didn't screw up too many people this week. I hope no one uh, got up Monday morning and tried to f- tried to listen to the podcast. I feel like you uh, would have heard about it if they did. Somebody would have sent you an email. Um, maybe. I, you know, those. It's surprisingly those kind of things don't always. Um, it'll. I'll hear it from like a third party. There, like yeah. someone will tell someone who will then be like, "Oh, I should probably <laughs> tell Joe this." Um, I'll hear about it that way. Yep. But Just like all the games that got rescheduled this year that nobody nobody, nobody wanted to nobody <laughs> wanted to mention. You yeah. About. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so next week we'll we'll wrap up the wrap up the season, kind of talk about maybe some surprises that we had, maybe even look a little bit ahead to to twenty twenty four. I don't know if it'll be official yet, but if it is, maybe we can chat about divisions and you know the cycle, new cycle, and all that yeah, stuff coming up, um, coming up on all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, which kind of keep forgetting about. Like usually, I feel like there's more info out there just for every sport. But for whatever reason, this fall, I feel like it's been really quiet in terms of um, just any kind of news trickling out. Maybe that's just me, though. Yeah. No, there's I, been a lot going on. It, yeah, there's like. yeah. Uh, this has like this has been a really busy, bit really busy and kind of weird fall in that regard. But no, I think you're right. Usually there's a little bit better sense of things. But I also think, you know, not just in field hockey, but other sports as well, like division alignments are going to change a little bit. Like, I think yes. we're going to, we're going to see some different makeups across divisions. And I mean, I, I know we likely will in field hockey. So, uh, that'll be, that'll be neat. If it's made official, it would be, would be good to talk about. I wonder, you know, maybe that's a, just thinking out loud here for myself, uh, like a bigger picture story, not just the specific to field hockey, but the changes in enrollment across the board of where, <laughs> where are people moving to, I guess yeah. is the big, the, the, th- you know, or, or, not moving to or leave right. you know yeah li- moving out of mm-hmm. um yeah, i think that that's yeah, interesting that's interesting we'll do yeah. some data analysis yeah there you go i'm bored this week no more <laughs> practice so why not um so before though we get into the championships um I, I mean we don't have to go through and break down every single semifinal game from last week but um i did want to ask you if you had any anything from the those you know because you know th- i think we had six pretty good games to really good games in the semifinals. Um, anything from any of those games kind of, you know, stand out? Um, obviously, I guess for me personally, I, I, I guess I'll answer that question of, of my own first. question first there. <laughs> that, um, you know, the first one of the, the whole to- the whole week, the, the Bishop-Girton-Wyndham game that was scoreless going into overtime, um, one of the best games I think I saw all yeah. year, if not the best game, 
just because of the level of skill, the level of, you know, both teams I thought were pretty well or pretty equal to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the strategy that was involved on Wyndham's end, trying to take out um, Taylor Gabord, you know, who had been kind of the driving force for BG this year. You know, Wyndham's counter, you know, trying to offensively to get things going against what had been, you know, a pretty stingy BG defense at times. And then you add in the speed of both teams. Um, That game to me really stood out. Oh, and it should have, right? Like that's the, that's the, that's a great way to start off the semifinal, the semifinal push. But yeah, both teams all season had been, you know, really competitive and fast. And I think it really wasn't until the mid season that we like, were like, Hey, BG, like not, not, not a sleeper, but like, sneaky good yeah. right right like, right sneaky good didn't come out of nowhere totally but like just i i think that it was surprising how how good they how like really good they ended up being right like i think we expected them to be good but they ended up being like being really good and then you know windham windham with sanchez and ponzini and manchester like all like they they've got such a solid core there too you expect that high level of play all the time so yeah what a cool what a great game Five, um, Wyndham coach uh, Sophia Pullen was talking about this on Sunday after the championship game. Of their ten seniors, five of them are going on to play in college. Um, yeah, you know, and four D one. I four D one. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, four D one. Yeah. So I mean that that's that's huge. Yeah, uh, it's gonna gonna be tough next year. You know, obviously for them trying to trying to replace them, but um, but to to go back to what you were saying about BG, you know, you look at their early season schedule they played both Dover and Wyndham in the first five games those were their only two losses of the year but their other games were against teams that didn't make the playoffs early in the year Um, I think it was really that stretch you know obviously they they played Dover and Pinkerton back to back they beat Pinkerton kind of a okay this is a that's a big win for them yeah really the stretch where they they beat Concord 6-1 and then turn around a couple of days later and beat Exeter four one. Yeah, that I think kind of was the moment where you're like, all right, this is this team's legit, um, right? You know, and they sh- they certainly showed it against Wyndham. You know, second time around, taking them to overtime, uh, and just uh, a a tough break. Obviously, corners in overtime are, <laughs> are <sighs> really tough to defend. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and Wyndham had the the right one set up against BG's corner defense that, that, that Ava Pelletier is able to get that goal and, and win that game for, for Wyndham. Yeah, and I honestly, like speaking of corner defense, that was one thing which we'll get into more, I'm sure, when we do championships, but remind me, I want to talk about Wyndham's corner defense. Oh, sure, it yeah. Was, it was, I I learned something that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other D1 semifinal was, what, a 2 uh, nothing win for Dover against Exeter. Um you know, when I, I'm at the, at the off the top of my head, that other one, get other game was so fantastic. I'm now drawing a blank on what happened in uh, in, in that uh, Dover Exeter game. A uh, little bit, little bit of um, I don't know if the symmetry is the right word or maybe just coincidence. You know, I was thinking back in that game to Dover's semifinal the year before against Winnicott. Yep. And like two minutes into that game, Winnicott gets a stroke, scores on it, and they're up one nothing. This year, Dover gets a stroke like six minutes into the game. Audrey Carter scores yeah. scores on it, but almost doesn't. Um, you know what? I 
talk about being prepared for these things. I needed to get all these names in front of my face. I should have done this uh, <laughs> beforehand. Editing's um, a beautiful thing. What's that? <laughs> Editing's Is beautiful. It, yeah. No, we don't edit. I don't edit these. No, what are you talking about? No, we're perfect all the time. Um, uh, Exeter goalie Marley Masick actually got a piece of the strip. Like, at first, it looked I like from where oh, I was, said, yeah. I was up in the press box at that moment um, watching it, and I thought, and she did, she got a piece of it. And then you could see the ball kind of just trickle in Ugh. behind her. Um, but that gives Dover a one nothing lead. Uh, they eventually had another goal, make it 2 nothing. Um, you know, So that's your, your D1 semifinals, Wyndham and, and obviously Dover in the, the final on Sunday. Uh, D3, you had the one probably big upset uh, with Berlin getting um, the 2 nothing win over Stevens uh, in the first semifinal. And then... Guilford for stretches, uh, you know, just dominating Newfound, keeping the ball on their half of the field, and Newfound just playing crazy defense yeah. throughout. That one ends up being a one nothing game for Guilford. That's the fun thing about playoffs, though. They don't ask you how. They just ask how many. Right, right. <laughs> they got the one that counted. One, yeah. And then D2 um, of Thursday last week, that Bo Kennett game, another one that was um, yeah. one of the better games. Bo scores first in that one, and then Kennett turns around and responds almost immediately uh, to make it a 1-1 game. That's another one that goes uh, into overtime, but it only goes into overtime because um, of a uh, fantastic defensive play from from Kennett's Eliana Newton. Um, comes back on a breakaway and knocks the ball off the line mm -hmm. last second to, to force that into overtime, and then... Uh, Georgia Coleman gets a goal uh, on on again on a corner in overtime to put Kennett in the final, uh, and then uh, there was another semifinal. Yeah, too. let's talk That's about Bo more. <laughs> uh, no, but I think Bo's Bo. I think similar to similarly to to BG, you know, like maybe you know had a really tough first half of the season with you know Sauhegan, Stark. Um, you know, in that first half, um, but really turned it on the second half of the season at just the right time, right? Like you can, <laughs> once you get to the playoffs, the, the, anything, the yeah, board anything resets and anything goes. So, um, you know, full credit to them and, and how hard they turned it on there. And I mean, Kenneth, the, the travel for Kenneth isn't an easy, isn't an easy thing either. And they were able to be super solid all, all year as well. Um, so, you know, so great there. Hand, you know, they were the team that handed Stark their one loss of the season. So setting them up for a championship final was good. And I guess we can talk about the other well, semifinal I, before, game a little bit. Before we move <laughs> off that, to, to your point about Bo, I mean, they start out the year three and three. And then, um, you know, you include the playoffs. Um, they go, I'm going to do some quick math here. What, seven wins in the regular, eight, seven of their last eight in the regular yeah. season. Uh, you add on two playoff wins, so eight of their last 11, no, 10? Yeah. No, that's not right. Nine of their last 11 um, are yeah. wins yeah, if you count the with the two losses yeah. being to Kennett. Um, oh, yeah. Because they're only their last loss in the regular last, season, yep. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, you know, a, a fantastic uh, finish to their season. And they're a team that loses just two seniors. Right. Two important seniors, but right. um, just two seniors, you know, so a lot coming back for Bo. Um, yeah, you know, maybe, and, and we were talking about first time in the final four in probably about 12 years time, or so. Yeah. 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 So hopefully a, a step in the 
right direction for yeah. them. And I think that's I think that sentiment is pretty true of of Sauhegan as well. I mean, we had we had six players that had been there before and the rest was a new roster. So to still be able to get back to the final four, you know, I'm super proud of the girls for doing that. You you never used these words with me this year, but I felt the way you the way you talked about this team earlier in the year rebuild's not the right word but kind of reload reload but not reload to the point that you're you know championship cont- I, I feel like you got the most out of this team this year yeah to get to the point that you guys were at um and just ran into ran a, into a, a really saw. deep yeah <laughs> like a really deep really talented team 100% yeah, yeah. so um, and, you know, like I think after we got the jitters out, I mean, we gave up th- four goals in total on all on corners, three in, in the, the first, first 10 yeah, minutes yeah. of the first. You're right. Like after we got the jitters out, it's a one one game after that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, I think a, a great learning experience for us and and, you know, uh, a, a speed bump for Stark on the on the way to their <laughs> on the way to their <laughs> ship. So, um, yeah, just a, just a really strong team there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's start our championship talk with uh, with we're gonna we'll go backwards from what okay. we normally do. We'll start with D three. Um, that since makes that sense. Was the early, they were the first. Was the they first were the first game. game. Um, <laughs> which, which I mean, kind of weird. Like I, I would like to address like weird with it being on that Friday. It, yeah. The you know it didn't get the coverage that it probably should have and would have gotten had it not been like, on Friday. I feel like someone said that a few weeks ago. Yeah, uh, <laughs> some 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 smart guy probably. Um, I don't know about that. But, uh. <laughs> but, I mean, they certainly had the better weather day of the two oh, for, absolutely. The, for the championships. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see what, you know, what we learned from this, you know, having them on separate nights and, and where we can move forward. Um, it was definitely... Definitely a weird feeling not having three games on Sunday, but but Guilford was ready. Yeah. Um, well, what, they scored, what, three minutes, not even not that, even. into I the game? Their first goal was a minute and a half into the into game, Into the I game, think. yeah. Grace Kelly um, gets a goal on, uh, was on a corner, I think, early yes, in that game. Yes, yeah, yep. Um, and, and, you know, watching that, that play, um, you know, Berlin goalie uh, McKenna Kelly actually made a couple of saves leading up to that you know before the goal it's just unfortunate that on the second save the rebound goes right to um to Guilford with no one really kind of on that side of the goal um and, you know and um I said Grace Kelly's able to put it in and and give Guilford a one nothing lead really the three nothing game the only goal that they needed right in that yeah one. I mean that one ends up being the that one ends up being the decider and then you know the rest of the rest of the quarter scoreless and then they come out second <laughs> quarter and Score just, in 13 seconds. Yeah, Olivia Keenan just takes the ball right down the field. Um, and uh, Grace Southworth ends up putting the goal in, 2 nothing, And they made that hold up all the way until uh, well, there was the like final four, second. There was four seconds left um, in the yeah, game. Southworth put in another goal um, to get it to 3 nothing, And that's two in a row for Guilford. And, you know, looking at their, you know, their roster, um, again, another team that doesn't have – a ton of seniors. I, I'm counting five on the roster. A lot of juniors. Big, big junior mm. class this year. Um, you know, including um, Kelly and and, and Keenan. Um, you know, Lily Winward. I think is another um, big one for them. Madeline Guest. 
Oh no, she's a she's a senior. I take that back. Okay. <laughs> well, and I think Keenan's. I'm glad to hear she's a junior because I think she's going to have some eyes on her next year for sure. I mean, even well, just watching that, watching the way she orchestrated their second goal. I mean, she, right off the start, she, you know, carries the ball and and dangles through almost the entire Berlin team before making a pass out uh, to the wing. That eventually ends up in the yeah. back of the net. She was a, a clear difference maker too in that semifinal against Newfound. And field hockey's not even her, you know, she's a, from what I understand, more of a lacrosse kid. So field hockey's well. not even her top sport, and she's clearly a standout for for. Yeah, Gifford. I mean, hey, the two translate pretty well together, they, and they do, and I know yeah. there are schools out there that will will let you play both. So yeah, maybe yeah. don't maybe don't think about hanging up the <laughs> the hook <laughs> stick yet. Um. Yeah, it, it, an interesting um, way that it kind of gets to the final. You know, we've we talked about the disparaging schedules in in Division Three, where a whole bunch of teams play each other, and a whole bunch of other teams play each other, and they don't cross over all that much. Ends up with uh, you know different teams. The the seeding is kind of uh, um, you know you end up with the sixth seed like Berlin, and you mm -hmm. know in the in the finals in the semis. Um, two teams that we thought were two of the better ones in Bishop Brady and Newfound playing in the 4-5 game in the quarterfinals. Uh, so just kind of an interesting way that it all shakes out. And um, I don't know. I think, you know, we knew Guilford was going to be good this year. Yeah. Didn't know they were going to repeat. Didn't think they were guaranteed to repeat as champions. But here they are and looking at maybe a third one potentially next year. Yeah. I mean, I it's it's – they're they're they've clearly solidified themselves as the team to beat in the division sure, yeah and it's it's going to be hard to catch them but it's also hard to stay there for forever so you know i think they're going to have their work cut out for them because it's clear that the rest of the division is is coming for them yeah uh all right well let's uh let's jump to the the d2 final um was the first game on sunday uh which let me just say i you know i i Going out there weather-wise, you know, my first thought was, oh, geez, we, you know, we had like a 35, 40-degree change in temperature here <laughs> from Saturday to Sunday. But then, you know, my next thought was, you know, after the week we just had, I, I can't complain yeah. about this. And it ended up being, I think, a better day. It got, it was colder than I was anticipating, but, yeah, but the rain we had stopped. a lot less rain, yeah. at least in Bedford, uh, thankfully. Yeah, uh, but it was weird. I mean, I was at the cross-country championships on Saturday, like – very warm i was with at, flip yeah. flops <laughs> I, I was in Wyndham for football and i got there and i'm like where's the shade i'm putting yeah. all my stuff in the shade like here it is october 28th and i'm seeking out the shade yep. at a football game like yeah. that's just crazy well, it's new england wait yeah, five minutes yeah, right? right so right. we did we got it but uh yeah i mean it was it was raining for the warm-up um and then right you know right as we started doing team announcements. The rain stopped and didn't really come back, you know, a sprinkle here and there. So it was a little more, yeah, a little more in the second half, um, but never a point where it was like, oh, I got to get out of this, yeah. um, which was nice. Yeah. So, no, totally, totally, totally good game. Um, and I mean, both of those teams just, they fought hard. They fought hard. It was a very physical game on both sides. Um, you could tell that both teams really wanted it. Um, you know, and Kennett fans travel well, regardless of the distance. I mean, they rolled up in a whole fan bus and all that, so both teams had plenty of support. A fan bus, too, that I don't know if you noticed, didn't leave until, like, halftime of the Division One game. Yeah. Like, I, I saw it rolling out, and I was like, I didn't even realize that they were still here. What, what have they been doing? 
I don't. I'm the I, sweatshirt line was pretty long for oh, sure. Okay. And oh. I mean, you came Cons- all that way. Why? Cons- why Cons- might maybe as well get, watch get a grab the- grab some dinner before the the bus ride back. I right? guess. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, really physical game. A one nothing that never really like. Neither team. It never really felt like either team had complete control over everything. Right. Like, I think both teams are used to, at least having large chunks of their games where they are you know inside their offensive end of the field you know inside their 25 pushing to goal drawing a ton of corners Um, this game didn't have that this game was really played between the 25s um which is is awesome to watch but who doesn't love scoring a bunch of goals in the (laughs) in the championships second year in a row um i went back and looked this up Oh, perfect. John, Let's talk yeah. about last year's championship. Great, Joe. Thanks. John Stark gets the uh, <laughs> the only goal in that game, 233 in. Took a little bit longer this time. Yeah. It was uh was what um 401 into the into this game that they get the goal, um the only goal of the game. Uh Julian Ferdet made a nice defensive play mm-hmm. to take the ball away from Kennett. Gets back into the circle. Just kind of throws the yeah, throws yeah. the ball into the so tries to center it. Uh, it missed a whole bunch of sticks somehow and eventually hit um, a Kennett stick and, and caromed in. Yeah. Um, it just crazy that that's and, – and, but that's the kind of game that it was. Like nobody – like I think I had – I had Stark for three shots on goal, including that one that really yeah. wasn't even a shot on goal. Right. And then I had Kennett with one shot. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah, it was it was definitely a game between the between the twenty fives and 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 it's and, tough. and three corners both ways. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we we've talked about and and uh, I'll pause because I've got a lot of things swirling now. But in order to in order to beat Stark, really, that's you you have to keep them outside the circle. Yeah. They <laughs> they execute their corners very well. If you'd yeah. like to see, just go back to the semifinal <laughs> game. They execute their corners very well. So. Yeah. You know, in order to give your put to put yourself in the best chance to beat Stark, you have to, you've got to keep him outside of your circle. And and Kennett was able to, Kennett was able to do that for the majority of the game. Um, and then you know the three they had, they were able to shut down. And on the flip side of that, Kennett had three, um, but unfortunately, I think really they only got one kind of off cleanly. Um, you know, I, and either I, I, either yeah. a, a slip was a little flubbed, or it ended up in feed, or or whatever. But um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Kennett wants a couple of those opportunities back to be able to finish. I think that one, yeah, might have been in the first half because the two that they had in the second half definitely were, you know, balls that, that end up in the in someone's yeah, in someone's feet, feet. or yeah, over yeah. hopped over a stick or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, we've yeah. talked about this a couple times this season. It's in a lot of situations, it's a game of bounces, and sometimes it bounces your way, and sometimes it doesn't and and, it, and unfortunately this one literally did not bounce yeah. Kenneth's way and it bounces a lot differently on turf than I it know. does on oh, grass that was the other thing we were talking we're, about though right. remember like what did we all, say all six of, teams in the finals all six teams in the finals were our, our quote grass teams right and if you go back to the final fours there are only three teams that were in the final four: Sauhegan, Exeter, and BG. That were that are turf teams. Turf yeah. teams, and yeah. all this. So maybe grass isn't the disadvantage that people <laughs> like to say it no, is. Maybe I guess I'm not. Mo- maybe I'm moving my team back to the front fields next year. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't. Wouldn't, I wouldn't scratch that. Yeah. I know we don't usually edit, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, for for you know, I th- we might have talked about this a little bit at the end of last year with Stark. Um, you know, just looking at that roster again, another team that that I think they might lose a little bit more this year than they did a year ago, but there's still a lot yeah. left that you know this is this could continue on. You know, like we were talking about with Guilford, could be another little bit of a run um, yeah i think the real strength of stark lies in their sophomores their sophomore yeah. class is a very very strong class um which is great for the next couple of years for them but you know hopefully their their youth is getting in there and you know working on their stick skills in the off season and things like that because i think once these sophomores go it's going to be a, a a different tune if that's not the case one thing and this is just me nitpicking um, because you know, and because no one else cares about this but me. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't say no one else because the other the other media guys that were there too agreed with me on this. Oh, good the heavens. one thing that Stark does need to work on post game celebrations. They they now that you, just because you've they won don't two sell now, too much? they don't sell there, there was no there was no compared to a year. Obviously, it's oh. different when you win the first one. Second year, I okay, I get it. It's a little le- you know maybe you're not as excited. Maybe you're more relieved because. You know the pressure's off yeah. now for at least for for ne- for a little while, um, but I, I got no celebration photos for like huh. like really like you know a- hands in the air holding up the plaque, all right, you well. know jumping up and hugging. You no, know, it was just kind of like yeah, we did it. Yeah, hmm. let's put this on the wall. Yeah, like so let's try Old to hat. let's, let's act w- like yeah, you've been yeah, here before. Right? I don't know. Well, <laughs> we'll get into that talk <laughs> a little bit talking about the next game. Yeah. Um, just maybe yeah let's let's work on some sellies right. uh in the off season All here right. uh, and I, I can't believe i just said sellies too i'm so like, proud of you yeah. so hip with I'm, the lingo i'm disappointed in me <laughs> um i don't any other any any th- final thoughts on uh on the the d2 game no i mean it's so tough and and you know your heart breaks for for the team that doesn't count come out on top but the thing you know i've had to remind my team of too many times and i reminded you know kenneth and Wyndham on sunday as well was you played every available game. Nobody played more field hockey than you. That is that's a huge accomplishment, and I I really hope all these runners up runner ups are are proud because they should be playing. Yeah, playing on the last day, practicing on the last day, uh, possible. I mean, those are things that you're right. Six teams get to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is a it is a big deal, and you know for that. That group of Kennett kids too. I mean, they had I think what ten seniors yeah, on that she, team. Yeah, they graduate a lot. For um, sure. You know, they haven't been in this spot a ton in the last you know ten years or so. I think you know just the one you know, yeah twenty twenty uh, which, which yeah. was a little COVIDy. Dif- yeah, very very different <laughs> yeah. different type of championship. It was in Kennett. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, great. You know, great to see that they're you know they're able to get over that hump of of you know, getting out of the quarters, out of the semis yeah. into that game. So, um, D1, what, Let's that go. was, I mean, <laughs> Let's go. that game, uh, I'm glad that it was the last game. Um, I think, I think we'll see this, um, when the coaches poll finally comes out. Un- unfortunately for us recording this, we're recording this before the poll has been completely done, mm-hmm. but it's going to go out after, the poll is up. So you will be able to see this, the, the coach's poll after we're talking about it. So right now we don't know who's going to be, we've got a good guess. We've got a pretty good guess who's going to be one and two. I know that for mine, I have Dover one and Wyndham two. I thought, you know, 
Same. Yeah. Aside from BG, those are the two best teams. Um, yeah. That I saw this year. And, yeah. and they, they really showed it, I think, on Sunday. So much. And I mean, I, like, reflecting back and looking at it, like, w- I mean, obviously the skill is is next level. Um, it's the IQ for me, right? Like, they're not making errant passes. Everything happens with a purpose. Their vision and patience on both sides is is levels above, you know, other teams in the state for sure. It was a really, really great game to watch. And the thing that is interesting, like, we get into the situation of something where we're like, okay, the score is not really necessarily indicative. I, th- I think this is one where, like, 3-1 feels like a big margin for field hockey, but it, it really was a pretty a pretty back-and-forth back game. Um, and Dover was just able to capitalize on their chances a little bit more. And, you know, whether that's young goaltending in the net or, you know, a younger D, um, I don't know, but it reminds me about Wyndham's corner defense. You said, yeah, you said you wanted to talk about that. I had, Wyndham had, or excuse me, Dover had 15 corners. Yeah. 11 of them in the second half when Wyndham is, is trying to come back. Uh, and a lot of times that's what it was, was maybe Dover would get a couple corners in a row, Wyndham would finally clear it and then get a chance, and then we yeah. were going right back right the other back way. Right back the other way, yeah. I mean, the, the speed on the turnovers was amazing, but – um, the thing that was really interesting to me about Wyndham's corner defense is the tight triangle they played in front of the net around, and then it left Sophia Ponzini out, out up top, like chasing slips um, all over the place. You know, usually you come out with some sort of a fly trail or a one-two-one where you know you've got extra support there to to step. But the thing that was really great about the way that the Wyndham defenders defended the corners is that those three and the goalie like were really disciplined to stay in front of the net and didn't bite on those slips which also has to be terrifying when Audrey Carter's at the top of a circle ripping shots off at you yeah I I mean the the goal that she had uh was on a corner Start of the second quarter on a reverse. On yeah, a re- that was like, such. Yeah, it was a beautiful goal. You a lot of those times, and 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 Dover coach um, Sarah Michaud mentioned this afterwards that that you know maybe it caught Wyndham by surprise because it's not normally what she does. I mean, she usually gets that and just you know sends a rocket. You know, I- yeah. if she's going to do that, that's what you know. It's a, it's a a, a know, hit norm- off her yeah, forehand. Yeah, yeah, right. Took it the other way and was able to reverse it with what sounded like the same speed yeah. that she would normally have, which I I don't know a lot of kids that have been able to do that over yeah, the years. Yeah, and th- I mean, those are always a little dangerous too, right? Like the, the skill that she possesses in able to, it, it, to be able to keep it at the eight, you know, below the 18 inches that a shot with a backswing has to be on off a corner right. to count. Like it was an absolute bullet to the far side um, to the far side sideboard, like it was a it was a really beautiful goal. She uh, talked to her after the semis and then after this game, and I really wanted to work it into one of the stories, and I just couldn't figure out how. But she was joking that um, they started calling them crispy rips uh, <laughs> late in the season, and uh, I just I wanted to mention that because it was I you know just it, it's a fun you know fun thing and it but. That's a very appropriate name for the Sellies and now crispy rips. Crispy rips. You're just yeah. expanding your vocabulary. I am. All over the place. I'm. I'm evolving. <laughs> uh, 
which is you know unusual for someone of my age. So <laughs> he can teach an old dog yes, new right, tricks. Yes, right, right. I hope so. I, hey, I got to keep this thing running here for a while. So <laughs> right, keep it. Got to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that shot. Um, you know, the combination of everything, just the g- giving up that goal on the corner, the sound and the the shot itself, it felt like it took Wyndham a little bit out of their game for the rest of the, the, the half. Yeah. Um, and I guess in a way, looking at that, fortunate that they go into halftime only down two to one, you know, and it's not worse than that. And that was that was something that I think they, they tried to adjust, you know, at halftime was to get back to they were, you know, um, Coach Poulin set mentioned this, too they were reacting instead of being proactive and they had to figure out how to change that. And and I think they did do that in the second half. It's just that Dover was able to answer it. Yeah. 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 Um, Did we mention too that Wyndham scored first? First? Yes. No, I don't think we did. No. Yeah. Yeah. Ava Sanchez had a nice um, goal on off their first corner with Ponsini getting assist and Dover answered less than a minute later. Yeah. Which I mean, is one of those things, right? Like, Sometimes getting the first goal is a blessing, but I feel like it it really poked the bear that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dover who went, oh, okay, game on. Let's right. go. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that said, too, Wyndham's midfield is is so strong, and um, I thought Ava Sanchez had a really had a really great game. I mean, everything ran through her. Um, she distributed the ball super well. Like, her, her position and, and where she plays isn't always the flashiest until you, you know, can get in on a corner and, and do that. But she is she is so instrumental to Wyndham's success. And, and, I mean, that's not to diminish the other unbelievable talent that they have on that team. But, um, you know, she she really stood out as kind of the the calming the calming force there that I think – did a lot to keep them in it. You know, just watching her too. I mean, she plays that way a lot too. I mean, you don't really ever see her go up or down. Even a- I mean, even after the goal, I think you know, wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot. You know, some kids just, you know, not I'm not say flying off the handle, but just jumping yeah. around. And but it seemed like very calm and collected. Business after as that. usual. Very, yeah, very business as usual. Um, and I'm I was saying all that to try to check on something real quick before make sure I had my facts. Right before I said it, um, she's co-defensive player of the year yeah. for Division One, which is a fun matchup then too, because of course Carter was offensive, offensive player, player of the year. year. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I think you see at times exactly why. You know, she cleans up a lot. Um, you know, between her, Mia Gallinelli on the other side or on the the uh, right side there mm-hmm. at the, of their mil- midfield, and then Ella Reiner's um, way in the back. Um, the the three of them do a fan did a fantastic job for Wyndham I think of of transitioning out of a lot of those yeah opportunities that Dover had um, as we were saying yeah and both teams counterattacks were just so fun to watch like it was like a you know floodgates open the second they see an open lane upfield and just pushed it pushed it both ways uh, should also mention too I mean um, that tying goal and then the goal to go up three one Gabrielle Anderson for mm-hmm. for Dover gets those um, I think. That's maybe the biggest difference to me um, for Dover from last year to this year is that not only do you have Carter doing a lot of what she does, but you got a lot of secondary scoring yeah. from girls like Anderson. Um, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Erin Lynch, um, yep. I thought was pretty strong for yeah. them. was a captain for them she this their, year. She uh, there, Defender, 23. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 She had a great um, game as well. Absolutely. Rylan Gray also played, yep. you know, I thought really well for them. She's the one that comes, that is putting the ball in play on their corners too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
their goalie, Haley Tosh, I didn't realize until last night, the goal that Wyndham scored was the first one she's given up all year. Yeah. She missed a stretch of games midseason with an injury. Um, so the goals that they gave up earlier in the year were, you know, the backups. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, first time that, that that's wow. the first goal she allowed all season. And, I mean, good for her for staying mentally in it because that, yeah. can, that can be very rattling, especially, you know, championship game. Has Dover played? No, Dover has – there's no way they could have. Dover hasn't played from behind – at all this season, right? I don't, I don't think so. But the only time they could have would have been there were a couple of games that they gave up goals, but I don't know if yeah, they were behind in those. I don't. I would, I would be, I would be hard pressed. They had a, they had a stretch mid season where they gave up two goals to Pinkerton um, in a three two win. They tied Bedford two two, and I, I was at that game, so no, they they were actually up two nothing up, in that right. game, and then they gave up a goal in the next game against Exeter. But that was a 4-1 win. I don't yeah. think they were behind in that yeah, one Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, if that's all those things there and to be able to, you know, stay composed and on that, that's that's definitely a, an act like you've been here <laughs> before and, moment. And she had a couple of big – Tosh had a couple stretches yeah. in the second half where she had to make a couple saves. Um, so, yeah, staying, you're, like you said, staying in it and, and not giving up. Um, Wyndham has a, a, a couple moments in the fourth quarter where they almost get back into it. One where I'm thinking, you know, where um, – you know, Sophie Manchester puts the ball kind of on goal. I think it hit yep. someone from Dover in front, and then just it hit a foot on the way in. And yeah, they the Wyndham had one chance where it was. I mean, the weak side of the goal was wide open, um, and I think actually it was on the line. Like it, it was close to past. going in. It was yeah. close to going in. I think yeah. somebody pulled it off, and then I think it, it hit a. It hit a Wyndham foot to, yeah. to be coming yeah. out. But, yeah, that was certainly – that would have been a huge – that would have been a huge goal for Wyndham and I think would have pulled them right back in it. Made it would have made it 3-2 with about nine-plus minutes left. Yeah. Um, so plenty of time to to maybe ride some momentum there. And instead, um, Dover, I think, just kind of tightened its grip a little bit more, had four more corners, you know, the rest of the way. Yeah. Um, but just overall, um, I thought was – a fantastic game. I thought it was great to see both programs back in the final too. I mean, they played in mm -hmm. the final in 2020. Um, they were both semifinalists a year ago and, and lost in that round. And then for Dover, I mean, <laughs> going back historically, first championship since the very first yeah. one in 1975. Which is wild. I mean, a lot of times I look at these things and it's like, oh yeah, this happened before the, you know, the kids that are on the team were born. Right. I'm sitting here looking at that like that was before, before, yeah, before I was, I was born. born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, just uh, a, a fantastic thing I think for this group to be able to do for a program that is you know really turned things around with with uh, with Misho as a, the head coach there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I think something similar on Wyndham's side too. This is Coach Poulin's second, second year, season, yeah. right? Yeah. Like second season, and and I remember you know when she got to the turf. I was like, oh, hey, welcome. And she mentioned something like, oh, this is new for me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, Wyndham's, <laughs> you just, Wyndham's yeah, just always yeah. – and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, so congrats on that. I mean, second season and you're taking your team – you know, you're leading your team back to a championship game. Like, that's great. I'm really interested to see what they look like next year. Yeah. Not just because, like we said, they lose, you know, 10 seniors. Uh, but, you know, she's coming into a program where these kids are – established and I know she's said a lot of the a lot of times over the last two years you know I look to them to see how do we usually do things how do we do this how do we do that what are you you know 
now with that much there I mean they've got kids returning mm-hmm. um but I think a little bit more she's going to have maybe the ability to do a few more things yeah. that she would like to do you know yeah your third year I think really starts to be like it becomes your season because you have had some turnover that you know there isn't hey you know any any or not as many lingering you know sentiments from the past or whatever but um I think this will be a good this will be a telling a, the season coming up will be a telling season for for the Jags yeah um yeah I don't know any other thoughts on uh on that game or any of the games that we didn't something that we missed <laughs> No, I mean it's been, it's been a whirlwind, right? Like sure, yeah. playoffs go fast. It really just <laughs> seems like you know. Yesterday we were chatting about, oh, is it too early to start playoff predictions? And now here we are, contemplating 2024 predictions. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. I, I think I think I need a little bit more time to go over <laughs> over those. But um, fair. St- and still trying to digest these games too. Yeah. Um, you know, just uh, it is. It's a whirlwind of a day. Uh, even with just two games, yeah. um, you know, I, like I know we talked about be nice to have all three back on the same day. That's exhausting. Uh, but it is a long, yeah. long day. Yeah. 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 But no, so awesome. And and I, Bedford's a great venue for it, too. It, I is. Think it really I, is. I love having those games there. The way that they have things set up, I think, is fantastic. I'm I, the, the one thing that I was a little concerned about with yesterday was if it did start pouring. You know, was mm-hmm. I going to be able to cram myself into the press box? There were enough tents, I think, set up yeah. um, down on the field. I was, uh, I would have been okay, you yep. know, down there. Um, but, you know, still um, have to have to talk to maybe someone in Bedford. Go show them Goffstown's press box and see if they can they oh, can add that wants, on there. Everybody on, uh, wants Goffstown's yeah, press box yeah. right now. That thing is immaculate. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I guess uh, that'll wrap it up for this week. We made right. it through a, an in-person. Our sem- uh, this is yeah. our semifinal. Our semifinal. Our, our semifinal <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Championship. Well, our, yeah, our final one next week. Yeah. Uh, well, Kelly, thanks again for doing this. Thanks. This was this was fun. The right. in-person. Maybe we have to do this more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm game. Uh, she is uh, Sauhegan AD and field hockey coach Kelly Braley. I am Joe Marchalina. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you one last time in 2023 next week.